0: Thank you. I'm afraid
1: Welcome into BCP 400 for Mania Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Yeah, round of applause. Uh, Guys, as you just saw, that was this wolf performing an acoustic version of No Ocean. Thank you guys for being a part of the show, uh, a part of this cause again for Mania Club. For Connor's Cure, got a shout out, our friends in Mania Club. Guys, donate in the link below. It'll be in the description also in the comments, please donate, put BCP400 next year donation to help us tally how much we raise during the show and throughout the week. And this is all to fight against pediatric cancer. Uh, we've worked with Mania Club and Connor's Cure before. Such a good cause. It's what it's all about. And guys, thank you. We try to put together a great show uh, for you guys. Of course, we've got to shout out our sponsors, Funkenstein Wrestling Superstore, our favorite store. Thank you for always. Hi, Heather. Hi, you Guys, happy holidays. Happy um, holidays. Merry Christmas. Guys, ha- it's Happy New Year or 2023. Goodest Crazy. brother. What a year. 2022, 2022 was great. We're going into twenty twenty three. Uh we got to talk to our some of our favorite people, man. We
2: got to talk to some of our heroes, Johnny Gargano, and we got to talk <laughs> to some amazing people. I never thought we get to talk to. We got to meet some amazing people. We got to talk to amazing people that are already in our lives. They can't yeah. can't beat it, man.
1: I love it, man, and I think that's, and I said this to you earlier, man, it's one of my favorite things about doing this is uh, I feel like it's never about us, man. It's no. uh, Selfishly, I love getting to sit down and talk with our heroes, whether it be a Ghostbuster, an actor, a voice actor, yeah. a professional wrestler, uh, and at the same time give uh, a spotlight to indie talent, whether yes. it's music. Or are wrestling um, and using our platform for a great cause. And, and there's no one I'd rather do it with uh, than with you, man. I hate doing interviews without you, man. We need the the yeah, I know he loves- I got, I got kicked that. off. Let's be honest. Uh, a <laughs> moment of Chris. Not true. Not true. We we're re- renegotiating the contract. That being said, guys, please donate to the cause. Meaning please. Enough, please. A dollar, two dollars. You know the deal. It's a season of giving right now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Share the stream. And let's take a look back at some of our best moments from BCP 2022. Mr. Bill Botkin from thepoprate.com, hashtag dad and his things. What's up, handsome? You look tired.
3: I'm tired. I'm hurt. I'm old. I work with fucking children. <laughs> just, trying to wear a, just trying to run a fucking business around here. Anyone got a muffin?
2: can you do Adam Sandler since we were talking about Billy Madison all I see at this table is coffee <laughs> um, um, um. <laughs> oh and I didn't see Captain Enchino out here Captain Enchino, Captain Enchino. <laughs> if you're watching I often notice that when you're out there opening up a can of whoop bash as you like to say or rest in you know resting in or opening up a can of whoop bash as you like to say oh. I often notice that you start sweating quite profusely
1: <laughs> so I was, I was wondering if you'd like the soyvices of an experienced water boy Arnold goes bunch of studs out here. It's like stud union. Let me get something for Stud Union. <laughs> Has Portnoy stopped by the shop? Have you have you gotten the one bite review from Portnoy
3: or Let me tell you something. Uh oh. David <laughs> of Portnoy oh, no. if you are coming to my restaurant, I'm gonna get you in the Acamela Clutch, break your oh back. my god, he's gonna, gonna humble you <laughs> all the country away. Brian Blair, I mean David of Portnoy, I make a best of pizza. Wow, I think he just called
1: out Dave Portnoy. That's wow. right. Well, well, we'll see what happens with that. You and Champa had arguably one of the best long-term storylines, it, it, nearly perfect in recent memory. It, it, it made Thank me you. fall in love with wrestling Thank again, you, to be honest. You, it, it really, I, I, it, it's hard to organically
2: make a storyline where it's literal good versus literal evil, yeah. where you're not cheering the, the bad guys like, oh. oh, he's a cool heel. Yep. No, 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 like you were, everybody was behind you. And everybody was booing Champa, Yeah. And it was, it's hard to create that organically. And I, I remember watching it as it was happening. I was like, this is amazing. Like, this is what I love about
3: wrestling. And that's what, like, drew me to you. And I don't think you get that nowadays anymore, yes. really. Yeah, you uh, we don't. were extremely lucky. Yes. And I believe everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, timing worked out to where Tommaso was able to leave and get surgery uh, during the time period to where, oh, time, uh, the convention's over, by the way. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, the, uh, he went to go get surgery, and uh, people had to wait for the match as opposed to it just being immediate. So it, it, it ended up working out to where— I was about to say, it worked out great. It worked out it so perfect. fantastic because then I ended up having a match with Andrade yes. uh, oh. that propelled me to a new height, and then like the turn happened. right. Or Tommaso came back right after that, mm-hmm. so I was already riding high from that match. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny that like if Tommaso doesn't go get surgery after that match, the Andrade match never happens. Wow. And, like Which it's is also crazy to think about. Where, like, also, if Drew doesn't get hurt in the match with Andrade, yeah. yes. where he lost the title to, to Andrade, then mm-hmm. like me versus yeah, yeah. Andrade doesn't happen either. So, like, it's insane. So many insane. parts and pieces. Yeah. You take one thing out. There is a different timeline somewhere to where none of this happens. So. Well, <laughs> luckily,
2: brilliant. we're in the happy timeline. We are. So. We are in
3: the, in the best timeline, the brightest timeline. I would definitely love to wrestle Mox.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think I, that'll I, I that be a good good match. You know, something a match that you didn't know that you wanted to see, but you want to see now. Um, I saw him size me up a couple of times. Uh, oh, yeah?
1: okay.
2: Backstage, we, you know, there's there mutual respect, but I did yes. see him size me up, so I did see you mock, so I got my eye on you too.
4: Bon Jovi. It, when you're in the gym listening to Bon Jovi, it just makes you want to hit the weights harder, okay. and you you reach your max when you're hitting Bon what? Jovi.
1: <laughs> oh man. Well, ladies, thank you so mic? much for taking the time. Tell everyone where they can. Wow. We'll end on that. Yeah, uh, that's pun disputed. Your
4: uncouth talent,
5: Gata, started berating me, yelling at me. Fight forever. Above, total disregard for all the other you tell her, people Nala. in this environment. They started yelling at me.
4: Why? Why would they yell at me? I don't jealous. know.
1: Get her, now. Get her.
4: <laughs> now I got a hat. Okay, first of all, you hit me. First of all, we're doing two things. She's doing a project for her school. Thank you very much, guys. Like you should follow me on Twitter, @thunderrosa22 on Instagram, 22 You should do that. And and buy my stuff on. Um, for Yeah, and maybe you should have a picture of me on your phone before you ask me for a favor. But yes, I said I was gonna beat her up because she has. A picture on her home screen of my arch enemy Britt Baker, but whatever go and call Britt Baker and see what she says And Dust his problem. I'm sorry. It's just let's get to the let's get to the question
6: here <laughs> oh, <you know> <laughs>
2: Vince when
5: Nyla Rose is left unattended with paint lockers. CM Punk thinks he's this Terry Funk-like veteran, this old man. You know what? I don't know Terry Funk very well, but I can tell you he wouldn't have pulled that shit. Terry Funk would have taken that business and he would have handled it himself. What CM Punk did was he acted like a little boy. He acted like a little bitch. Hit Row being like the
7: Infinity Stone, you brought fucking top dollar back? That guy couldn't play backup tight end for the Giants. He (laughs) got cut by them. He's not even the best part. Did you see his awesome running knee he does where he flips over the
5: top? It looks like shit. The best guy in Hit Row is in AEW. Bray Wyatt is over. People love cheering for Bray Wyatt. I love cheering for Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt is the monster in a monster movie. And guess what? You don't buy tickets to Halloween to see if Lori's gonna live. You buy tickets to Halloween to see if Lori's gonna die. You buy tickets to Friday the 13th to see how many people Jason is gonna just decapitate. You love monsters. Bray Wyatt, in every version of what he is, is a monster, and we love rooting for him. We do not love rooting for Karrion Cross. These two are going to feud, and it's going to be weird psychopath versus weird psychopath, and it's going to be wonderful.
3: Fucking died. Wrestling Superstorm. Just tell us how much fun you're
1: having uh, right now on The Independence, working with everyone. I
3: love working with Tommy Fierro. Tommy is great. I love his store, The Wrestling Collector. If you haven't been there, you have to in Stockholm, New Jersey. It's amazing. And just being a part of these shows and working with Maven and Danny Morrison and you, like, you know, and and like, it's been a lot of fun, you know, and uh, you guys are like friends and family. It's amazing just to see your journey and ride, and Vicious Vicky and you have, it's like she's amazing coming back from that injury and we're we're gonna see her tonight. So um, I'm loving it. I love working with this company and the fans are great. Being here today with all these 80s legends is amazing. So.
4: Luckily for J.C. Storm tonight, it's not a belt that I ever had, but it is also a title that I am so deserving of and so ready to make everybody know it, Pro Wrestling Magic, who Vicious Vicky really is. Because you might love me, you might hate me, but I am loyalty, I am gold. Everything that I touch turns to gold, even
6: you. Well, well
1: good luck tonight, Vicious And Thank you for your time. There's a difference between me and Rick. Rick wants to be champion. I need to be champion. You, you know, like, you know, the difference between need and want, like you need to breathe air. You need to drink water. You need to eat and instead of you wanting to eat. There's a difference. And I need to be champion just for the simple fact that I'm addicted to the limelight. I'm, no, it,
2: it, this is no stranger to anybody. This is no stranger. Yeah. Anybody that knows me, anyone who sees my social media,
3: they know I'm all about the glitz and the glam. I'm addicted to, um, I'm addicted to the limelight. I'm addicted to... The fame, what it brings, uh, the the women, the cars, the extra money, you know, the, the the extra shows, whatever it is, extra trips. I'm addicted to all of that. And the problem is that Rick has something that I want. Mac, I'ma smack you so goddamn hard. I'ma make you think you tagging with Dan Math again, and it's 2006. I'm telling you, brother, I'ma bring something out of you. I'ma light a fire under that ass, Mac. I'ma make you feel it. You see, you tried to give shots. You tried to give this same spotlight to men that stood next to me. You tried to give the rub to other men. And I sat there every single one of those shows for the past two years, and I knew you was giving it to the wrong man. Every man you stepped into that ring with, I said, they're doing it wrong. This ain't it.
1: Try to, maybe you can mend things with Steve. I know we talked about that earlier. Um, Maybe you can just... I don't care about Steven. You want to know what my support system is?
7: Look right there, that's my support system. This is the validation I need to do what I do, day in and day out.
2: So for us to blend you know, rock and roll and theater and pro wrestling in such a seamless way, it was amazing. It, it was truly a pinnacle of my career. Like I've been in the WWE, I've, I've been around the world and like I've never been part of anything like this. And just the way that Jeremiah and the whole crew was able to blend it so seamlessly, man, and hats off to them.
4: There's always the running joke that, like, oh, it's an indie song because it takes, like, a whole minute for the song to hit before <laughs> oh, walks out. That. So I didn't want to be that person. So I never used one of their songs because I'm, I'm a big believer, like, I have to wait for that, that beat to drop or that note to hit for, before I walk through the curtain. So I always try to find a song that's, like, quick and to the point.
7: Thank, what you can't ever know is how driven a person is because... To get to the next level, to be a wrestler who's wrestling for a living or who wants to get somewhere. Yeah, right. You literally have to give up everything and make wrestling first. Uh, I'm, period. I'm seeing that. I see people who do that, and I'm getting that. Yeah, there, yeah. Is, there is no exception. If you think you're going to be the exception, you're listening to this at home, and you think you're going to be the exception, I promise you're not. You have to put wrestling first if you want it to be... a a career. That's all there is to it. And it can happen. It absolutely can happen.
5: My dad was he had cancer and was you know on his way out. Okay. And uh, about two months before he died I got to come home man and walk in the house and say hey dad check this out and hold the WWF light heavyweight title up. That's awesome. That's that's so cool. Dude we cried and hugged. He was like oh my god. That's so cool. That day is the day that I knew I made my father proud of
2: I don't think I'll ever get a chance to do this again, but uh, I might get a little emotional, so don't mind me. Um, I, I told you I met you a few times in 2019. Uh-huh. Every every time has been one of the best days of my life. I'm going to be honest. Um, you your matches, a Rebel Heart, everything really pulled me out of a dark place. Yeah. I was going through a lot in 2018, and uh, I heard Rebel Heart, and I was like, "Oh, who is this?" And then I heard Johnny wrestling, and I was like, "Okay, let me let me look into him." And then I watched. The DIY, uh, I watched the DIY, uh, uh, what is it, the um, stab in the back, Yep. and even now when you watch it, it still gets you, even though you know it's yeah, going to happen, yeah, it yeah, still yeah. gets you. Yeah. Uh, the first match with Andrade at Brooklyn, TakeOver Brooklyn 3, yep. and then all, we just rewatched all the TakeOvers from 2018, and I was just um, my favorite movie series is Rocky, and I never thought I'd be inspired by anything else. And then watching your matches, and then even now watching your interviews and interacting with you, I'm like, this guy's the best. Like he (laughs) he really, he really lifts me up. It's it's embarrassing, but literally, like (laughs) Rebel Heart's my alarm clock. It's my (laughs) ringtone. It it always gets me pumped up, and I just. You have a lifelong fan of me, and I, I will always appreciate you. I like, appreciate thank you that, so man. much. No, man. thank
3: you, man. That means the world to me. Like, Come on, you. dude. That uh, means the world to me, uh, dude. Like, trust you, me. You. Like, those sort of things are like that. That is what, and I say this to all the young wrestlers out there. This right here is what makes all of the sacrifices and everything worth it is hearing yeah. that from you, being able to affect people that way. That is really, at the end of the day, what we're on this earth to do. Yeah. So that uh, means the world. Thank you so much for sharing. All right, guys, back here on the BCP. That was some of our greatest uh,
1: moments from 2022. Um, we'd be burying the lead here if we didn't get to see, say, uh, noons, you got to talk to your favorite active wrestler, I would we say, did. today. Um, and that was very cool. You know, we got to go down to Baltimore. Uh, thank you, Mr. Gargano, for doing the drop for the show, taking the time for the interview, uh, signing all our stuff, just really going the extra mile, which he talks about in the interview. But I-, I said to you off air, Nunes, like one of our top four dream interviews would have been Johnny Gargano. We've been a very pro Gargano show. I've been critical yeah. kind of cool of his heel turn, which he masterfully uh, corrected me on that one. He it did is a great the way job. he's killing it. But for you, man, not to go too deep into it, but you had the opportunity to not only sit down and interview your hero, but you got to tell him in one of my favorite moments. I, I thought we could have been done with the show after that. Honestly, no joke. Like, Seriously,
2: that's like, it's yeah. literally it was literally our end game. Like, yeah. if, if the show ended then, it was like, I mean, obviously we want to do more, but yeah, yeah. if that's a note to end on, I mean, you can't really end in a better way. It's unbelievable. Yeah,
1: but when we were driving back from Baltimore, I'm like, I can't believe this happened. But yeah. one of my favorite moments uh, in the heart and soul of the show, Mr. Chris Nunez, you got to talk to Johnny Gargano, who has inspired you and, and pulled you out of a dark place, which you, you just said to him that you saw in our best of, and just means a lot to you, man. And, and what made you want to tell him that, uh, in our interview? Cause I, it's one of my favorite moments, if not my favorite moment for the
2: show. It's one of those things where as I've gotten older and it's pretty cliche to say, but it's like, you only have one go around, you know what I mean? So why not ask one of your heroes? Hey, can, can we have a, can we have a conversation, whether it's off camera, or on camera, Hey, you know, like you might, like I even said in the interview, you might not get an opportunity to talk to this person that, you know, face to face, like that personal. And, uh, you might not, you know, might not get to tell people how you truly feel about them, whether how they've affected you, how they've, um, you know, affected your life just in general. Um, like Johnny always says, like, Give people their flowers now while they're alive, not after they pass away. And I, I've really taken that into heart. I've taken that into my everyday life. I feel like people in your life should be appreciated. And it's one of those things where uh, if you see an opportunity, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You know, I, I grew up very shy, very introverted. As I've gotten older, you know, I realize like not many of these opportunities really come along that often. And just the fact that we got to interview Ernie Hudson, you know, we got to interview Gargano, we got to, we've gotten to talk and meet so many people that I never thought I'd be able to talk or meet. Um, It meant the world to sit down with one of my heroes and uh, get to tell him like how he affected me and how he's helped me out. You know, I'm an advocate for mental health. I always say like, listen, listen to your loved ones, listen to your friends, Always reach out and and genuinely do it. Don't do it because you feel like you have to or you know, the internet's telling you to do it. It, it. it should be you know like like I always tell Rob, you know, with Mother's Day and Father's Day, like people like that should be appreciated every day, you know, or on a regular basis. Um, but going back to the interview, it's one of those things where you just you never know if you're ever gonna get an opportunity like that again. So it's kind of one of those things where you take it even if you're scared even if you have no idea what to say even if you're nervous um i don't know if you could tell i was pretty pretty nervous and pretty petrified during that interview because i had like a billion things going on in my head And i know it gets overbearing because i talk about him all the time but he really does mean a lot to me and uh just the fact that he got he Took time out when he didn't have to. Uh, the guy's such a true pro. He's such a professional. Um, I got to talk to him in November uh, when he did the meet and greet at Pandora's Box. Shout out to them. Um, I got to thank him, and he said, Of course, no problem anytime. So can't really ask for a better hero. Um, to those of you that look up to him or that consider Johnny Gargano a hero, meet him. Because I always say, Extra minor, I've always heard that that phrase, "Never meet your heroes." Well, it does not apply to him.
1: That's it. I, I met mine just now. Oh, stop uh, it. Something in my eye, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That, but very well said, man. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate you taking that focus. But uh, something, I, and I know people are probably watching. All oh, these guys, you know, such marks, which we, we completely are. We love it. Uh, we my name's to, Chris, but it, I'll be Mark today. Yeah, that, that's it, man. But uh, I love the way we go about, um, you know, interviewing talent. I, I think we have a good reputation. We typically focus on the positive and promoting and uh we're always just friendly with everyone and i I think uh you know having you there you're always so charming with everyone and and, you know we're so polite and we have a good rapport with everyone and i think that's what it's all about
2: Uh, i think also too we we try to make it organic as possible we try not to force it um well, whoever's steering the conversation or whatever direction it goes, we try to just go with it. We try not to go off. We go off script, and and I think that's why people like it because they could just rip off. And we even tell them before the interview, "Hey, you can curse if you want. Hopefully, it's not too overbearing." But you know, we try to make it as organic as possible.
1: It is, and uh, and thank you everyone again who have supported the show. Yeah, thank you for the
2: support. We are not worthy. Thank you so much. Yeah,
1: no, we're, we're very grateful. That being said, we're saying all this nice stuff. Now we got to get to these awards, right? (laughs) And as I've noticed, as the the show has grown, you know, we're putting a lot of these polls, you know, we're putting a lot of, we're taking different, let me, disclaimer here, we're taking different routes for different awards uh, in in the idea of fairness, whether we're talking amongst the BCP boys, the BCP crew, I should say. Um, I've reached out to journalists from uh, magazines and publications uh, and websites. Uh, We have done online polls so the fans can get involved. Uh, so we've come to some decisions and, you know, we're, we're seeing a lot of comments and people, you know, trying to get their stuff in. And that's <laughs> fine. You know, we, we know where we are. Everyone's, Everybody has an opinion. Everyone that's has fun. an opinion and we are here to uh, help and promote everyone. And I'm glad we were able to do that. Um, so hopefully people will be very happy with some of our decisions. And let us know in the comments how you feel. We're going to talk about the national stage and right out of the gate, we're going to talk about the male Wrestler of 2022. This is the national brand. These are your WWEs, your AEWs, your New Japan, Impact, ROH, uh, NWA, all that good stuff. So, noons, a little back and forth from us on this one. Yeah. Uh, talk to the boys. Uh, this is to very journalists. tough. Uh, Sports Illustrated's list just came out uh, earlier this week. Very um, interesting. We had Roman at number four, Mox at number two, Seth Rollins yeah. number one on their list. Um, representing BCP 400 for the Bob Culture Podcast Awards. The Bobbies. I don't know if we're calling them the Bobbies. Yeah, know. we're
2: definitely calling them the Bobbies. The bobbies there you go. There's going to be, be a trophy.
1: Male, it's going to be a golden uh, fish bobber. <laughs> that's gonna be. Um, I'll send those to you guys. Uh, we will be sending this for male wrestler of 2022. 20, the Golden Bobby. <laughs> it's gonna go to John Moxley. Mox. Mox. You, uh, the obvious decision, guys. You know, chime in the chat here. Um, we're going with Mox because you know, Roman is the obvious choice. I believe he was last year's winner for us as well. Um, that being said, I, I feel like uh the presence is a big part of it. Roman is the top double champion in the top professional wrestling company in the world. Yeah. Whereas Mox has literally Carried the company on his back. Um, got through rehab, which is amazing, and, just in a personal life. Yeah, you got to shout that out. A world champion in GCW. Shout uh, out to
2: GCW. Well,
1: did he hold the gold in AEW, what, three times this year? He's the only...
2: Three? I don't know if he did it all... Two times th- uh, yeah, he did yeah. it twice this year, but he's the only three-time AEW champion.
1: Um, and just literally putting that company on his back. Uh, you know, And guys, let us know in the chat why you think it should be Roman or Seth. Um, but I had to go. I had to go with Mox. This was a tough one. I feel for all those reasons and more. He deserved it. Uh, he's he's making people look good on the regular. We were talking about the top flight versus uh, BCC. We were talking about his his match on Rampage. Takeshita?
2: amazing. Oh my God, he's had such a variety of matches with a variety of opponents. They've all like he hasn't had the same match. It's not like oh here comes another. Oh, it's the same old Moxie match. He, he he has different matches with different wrestlers, and everybody comes out looking better, not even just him. His opponent, he, he can make stars if he wants to. He's, he's at the position right now in his career where he looks good himself, but also to whoever he wrestles comes out better for it.
1: Yeah, very, very well said. And a lot of people might be saying, "Hey, uh, it should be Roman," and it's hard to argue. Against I, I, like that. Yeah. we
2: were talking about it before, it might be a little voters fatigue just because Roman's been champion now for so long. But somebody that is WWE champion for a whole calendar—I mean, a Universal champion for the whole calendar year, from January first all the way to December thirty-first, and then he was WWE—he became WWE champion in March. He's doing his best. Stuff. Like he's 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 at his evolved form. He's at, <laughs> yeah. he's at his peak. This is what WWE always wanted Roman to be. And this is what WWE fans or wrestling fans in general always wanted Roman to be. The bloodline is an amazing presence. The whole thing with the Usos and, um, solo and Sammy. Sami Zayn has just been amazing, but he's the head of that, the head of the table, so to speak. Um, if if people said Roman, I couldn't blame them. And I mean, I know he's been the top male wrestler for however long. Um, but Mox is just maybe it's a not a sympathetic boat, but just the fact that real life happens, like real life shit happens, and especially him coming out of rehab and him looking like a million bucks. And then I mean on top, yeah, and then on top of that, just being able to carry the company when it was going through all this turmoil and. People are saying that AEW's up and down. Uh, he's been the one, one of the few constants in that company, and I, I've never been like the biggest Dean Ambrose slash Moxley guy. But him being an AEW has made me a believer in him. Just I love how unapologetic he is. I love that he tells it like it is. Um, it, he's he's doing his best work right now. And it's amazing to say this at this stage, how good he's doing and how good he looks and how good he looks makes other people look too.
1: Very, very well said. And not taking anything away from Roman. I think Roman's the easy pick. For me, it's more about your presence. Um, I want to see him wrestling more. Uh, And I understand he's being that champion who's fighting every 30 days, defending every 30 days. Although I think that may have caught up to him. I I think it has been more than 30 days. It might have been. So we'll see how that plays out. WrestleMania is obviously going to be a lot of fun. We'll have our Royal Rumble show. We'll talk about that. Um, let's, uh, let's keep it moving here real quick. We'll throw out another one. The storyline of 2022, uh, for the national brand, WWE, AEW, we are going to go with the bloodline and Sammy's in, I think hands down that takes it. Uh, we, the ones that comical, uh, um, not only the comedy element of Sami Zayn, who was gold at WrestleMania with Knoxville and those characters. That match
2: was so much fun.
1: The the, the guy's the MVP right now of, yeah, he of really SmackDown, is. and he's making it funny, but also that tension of like, when are they going to... Not necessarily turn on him, but when are they going to kick him out? Or when say, is like,
2: he going to do something, or when is the bloodline going to do they're something? They're living
1: on that tension. Yeah. I just say, keep it there. Yes. When, when everyone broke on TV, it was like the most SNL wrestling moment. <laughs> yeah, it really was, A yeah. moment. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Uh, it's hard to top that. Um, unless you guys have something better, we, we got to go with Sammy and the bloodline being the best story. And there's I, a lot of great stories. I, I,
2: I, I can't really argue with you. I mean... Uh, what are what are some honorable mentions? You think?
1: Oh, there's so many things going on. I mean, just some of the stuff that Moxley's been doing. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the stuff MJF has been doing. Uh, I was
2: just about awesome, to say yeah. most of the uh, storylines involving MJF this year have been very good. Yeah, the, the promos are just. Out of this world, man. I don't know. He's so, so good. Uh, the
1: rise of the acclaimed. All, yes. So, so many things we could talk about. Um, Bianca Belair's dominance. We'll talk about that a little bit. There's so much we could talk about. But right now, um, I just want to thank you, goodest brother, of course, for, for helping out with BCP. Of, course. You. You, you, of I, course. I hate doing this without you, man. I, I love that you're here. Thank you for making the time. Uh, we are far from done, guys. Again, donate. Look at the link in the description. We are fighting pediatric cancer with Mania Club, our friends over there. Connor's Cure. Uh, so much to talk about. And uh, I just want to thank you all for tuning in Please share the stream And I just want to thank you all for including us uh, In your day today on New Year's Day uh, We want to thank you so much for letting us work At your conventions And uh, you know I, I've gotten some opportunities to work On the independent wrestling circuit As a commentator and backstage interviewer And I feel that I've, I've really just earned the respect Of a lot of my colleagues You have man, uh, very, well, very well
2: deserved And man. let's
1: take a look at a little something I call uh, The respect reel, let's take a look at it right now you have technically a 33 and a third percent chance of winning that match. How's it feel going into that one? How would it feel if I told you I had a 33.3
4: percent of putting my foot in your ass? Austin Aunizio, WWE legend. Yeah, yeah. Tonight, yeah
1: I, I lost just, to Nunzio. I get it. Yes, yeah, I, I know. How, how are you feeling after that loss? Pissed, clearly.
3: What are you gonna ask just us for? I, I asked some qu- qu- Huh? Huh? Nerd.
2: Nerd.
3: Nerd. And I might have to do some more some true commentary because Rob is the worst. He's impartial. I'm gonna get rid of him. You
2: gonna, no, no. You're gonna
3: play. Oh, play? Shut your mouth. You gonna play? Rob, oh, so bust me. Right, right. Yeah, man. He got stuck on small. The official decision is a double countdown. Mind your business, Rob! Yeah, mind your business, Rob! Come on! This Bougie, come on! You're better than this man. Come on, you don't need to do this. You don't need to do this. No, no, come on, no, nope, no, nope,
6: no, nope, uh, uh. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like that. You didn't like that. Oh, I didn't like that introduction. That all right. All right. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Ooh. boys
7: and girls, children, creatures, creatures, creatures
6: freaks, stop! All oh,
7: ladies and gentlemen, told you what I'm doing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you hard of hearing?
5: i dumb. Is this kid dumb? Is this guy dumb? I'm dumb. Hey, tell me, tell me. You're dumb, big dummy. You're, you're
6: dumb. You're dumb. Tell me, get out of here. Big dummy.
1: Nine point nine percent accurate Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Good morning. Good morning. All right, goodness, brother. Just so many of my colleagues that just clearly respect me and, and love <laughs> love working with you back. So I'll get he, you a new helmet for next day, Christmas. I appreciate it, bro. Thank you so much. Happy birthday, belated birthday, by the way. Um let's talk about our match of the Ooh. year. This is going to be, of course, on the national platform again. We'll stick with those ones. We are going to talk about our indie Match of the Year as well. Um, For me, you know, we kind of talked amongst the group again. There's so many to pick from. Um, Will Ospreay's name came up a Any, heck of a lot. Anything
2: Will Ospreay this year? There's just one honorable mention from Forbidden Door: him versus Orange Cassidy for the what was it the United States title, the New Japan Pro Wrestling United States title, I believe me- it was. So, but that right. match, that match was in in a stacked card for for Forbidden Door. Was that match was fantastic? I don't know Will Ospreay as much. I'm not really exposed to Will Ospreay as a lot of people are. All the matches I've seen him in in A.W. were unbelievable. Anytime you see him. Yeah, great. anytime you see him, he is absolutely insane. And the fact that he had neck surgery not too long ago is ridiculous how he's bounced back from that. Yeah,
1: and shout out to our old pals at lives at Breeze for doing his old theme song. I miss that song. Um, that being said, um, so we talked to a lot of people on this. Mm-hmm. Guys, let us know your picks in the chat. Um, not to say it's a dis- divisive decision here, but there's a lot to pick from. Yeah, uh, there is. Ultimately, yeah. we went with... Uh, BCP 400, the award's going to go to the Acclaimed versus Swerve in Our Glory at All Out. I thought it was an amazing match. I remember we were all upstairs watching this one. The uh,
2: crowd was completely insane. That's one yeah. of those matches where
1: the crowd almost dictated the winner for yeah. it. And, and just from the... And it was a solid pay-per-view, but from when yeah. that match started and the uh, Oh Scissor Me Daddy chant started, uh, Caster was just talking about it on uh, Busted Open. Shout out to our buddies over at Busted Open. Dave, thank you for was making time for the show. Shout out Dave LaGracca. We love Dave.
2: The nicest person. of the, the nicest, one, one of the nicest people who will ever meet. Love what a him. silver fox that man. Yeah, he
1: is. He's a handsome, he's a handsome guy right there. Um, that being said, they said on Busted Open that they – the crowd was chanting that so long that they were trying to do stuff to kind of get him away from the chant And it was, no,
2: nothing was working. Yeah,
1: which was awesome. Yeah, yeah, Um, But just Bowen selling that knee injury. You know, yes. we, we were in the room with people who came up with Bowen's and stuff like yeah. that. They were legit convinced yeah. that, like, you know, he was, our, we were kind of worried. That added that element. Um, Caster lifting up Keith Lee, obviously always that tease of dissension between Swerve and Lee at that point in time. I felt they should have called it in the ring, and I felt that they they should have had Max and uh, Bowens win – that it, yeah, in, in the ring there obviously they waited to the hometown so we, we got to see Which, it yeah we,
2: we got to see so selfishly I'm like selfishly.
1: okay I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad
2: that they waited
1: but but had they won there I thought that would be like that easily big, yeah. match the year that's the match of the year I went with uh, and the guys we talked about it with uh, but there were a couple other good ones before we get to that congratulations to the acclaimed uh, serving our glory very well deserved thank you for entertaining us uh, check out our uh, interview with Anthony Bones, one of our favorite oh he's su- such a gentleman such nice a good guy.
2: dude really yes, nice guy I'm so happy for all his success very well deserved 5-2 player
1: it, let's just do it let's just do it here we go ah.
2: <laughs> <But congrats. laughs> uh, we had to do it
1: this and so to be I, daddy Bob that, that's it <laughs> never say that again uh, Nunes <laughs> but you you had another top contender man and uh, are you in the chat guys let us know what you so think
2: so I never thought I would say this especially after how many times they've wrestled each other especially this isn't the first time they wrestled each other other this year, Um, what is this, like their sixth or seventh match that they've had? Yeah. But my pick for for match of the year, and it's not necessarily the best match, but I also compare it to Rock Hogan from WrestleMania 18, where it's not the best match, but the moments in it were just incredible. Those are some of those moments that you'd never forget. And I remember watching Roman and Brock from SummerSlam being like... I've never seen anything like this. Yes. I've never seen someone come to the ring in a tractor that the whole ending to that match was ridiculous. And you got to know how to
1: drive a tractor. Yes. Too, you got to yeah,
2: know how to drive it. Um, small little underrated moment where he throws the mic to Roman and Roman does not even. It, it's almost like Roman had a spider web in his hand. He just caught it in the force. Just amazing. And then theory trying to uh, theory trying to cash in the money in the bank. Uh, Paul Heyman going through the table with an F five, them literally burying Brock under debris and it was just an insane scene. I've never seen anything like that. Like it 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 may not have been the 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 best match, but just overall it's just I, and again, I never thought I would be saying this with Brock and Roman because, like I said, what is it, six or seven times they've wrestled each other. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember I was in the process of moving and I literally stopped what I was doing because I was, I was like, up. I have to. We, you and I, were going crazy for this paper because we, you know, last year SummerSlam was not the greatest. So when we sat down and watched, we were like, all right, this should be good. And that match really surprised me. I don't know if it was just the shock factor of it all, but. Uh, every time somebody says what's your match of the year it just that's the first thing that pops in my head because it was just
1: I'll never forget it yeah and I remember you said it. you were packing up yeah uh, before you moved out of here and we just kind of stopped <laughs> I literally had to stop what I was doing because we I was just, like I, I can't wow. take my eyes off the TV and Roman sell on when he lifted the ring up yes like, when he rolled back because it could be everyone did it safe it could have been very dangerous it could have been really bad Um, but that definitely and that could definitely go into the uh, OMG moment category as well uh, uh, but we we know what that is. We'll talk but. about that in a little bit. <laughs> um, I did want to shout out uh, real quick, noons, uh, and thank you for coming over, man. I of course, it. man. Always good seeing your face. Course. I want to shout out our indie match of the year as well. So many top contenders. Uh, the names Speedball, Mike Bailey, kept coming up. Darius Carter and several. The All Father. The All Father. That's it. Uh, check out our interview with Darius. Shameless promo, uh, guys. Before we get to that, I just want to say one more time, please. Got a dollar or two. Hit the link. You'll see in the description. We're fighting pediatric cancer here. Put BCP 400 next to your name uh, so we can tally everything up. We usually do pretty good with these little fundraisers we do every year. Uh, Thank you guys so much, uh, Mania Club and JimmyV.org for helping out. That being said, we're going to talk about our indie match of 2022. Goodest Brother. Um, I gotta I gotta work cams on this one, so I was I gotta follow it very closely. Maybe a little bias on this one. I mean, I can't blame you. But that being said, uh, involving some of the best independent wrestlers here in the Northeast. Disclaimer: We are very Northeast based here. It is hard to keep track of everything. We very much <laughs> so try hard our best. If we miss people, I apologize. <laughs> we really try our best. Yeah. Um, but a lot of winners in this one, and I felt not only that it was fair, but the amount of storytelling in this one, the amount of. Spots and moves the amount of people involved sometimes those multi-man matches can get very messy and those aren't my favorites Yeah, uh, this was very well executed. It didn't just spill outside the ring. it spilled outside of the building uh, I'm running around Ridgefield Park the mecca of professional wrestling outside the building saying <laughs> how far does this camera signal go? Uh, and these guys are <laughs> suplexing each other on the grass, but it all made sense It was fun Uh It ended with a with a turn uh, within a faction and we're gonna talk about that faction being takeover uh versus the Goons at Invictus Pro Wrestling uh, Magnitude event. Uh, very well deserved. We'll get that graphic up there. Uh, bougie, PJ Savage, the faceless ones. We got Big Dust. We got AK, Miles. Uh, we got Rob Radke. Kilian McMurphy, the whole crew, Big Dust, just everyone. Uh, you have a multi-man match like that. Jay George popped up at some some point. Very wild, um, but very well deserved. Um, and that kind of involved the the fall of Takeover, where we saw Bougie. Um, you know that perfect ending where uh, Bougie allowed uh, you know accidentally hit his partner, but allowed his partner uh, Jaco to get pinned. PJ on the outside just with his jaw dropped, and that was kind of the end of Takeover. But what an entertaining match, guys! Go watch that on uh, IWTV. Uh, I think you see where we're coming from with this one. Um, very entertaining, some great spots, uh, a lot of OMG spots. Uh, and check that out, guys! Congratulations. And speaking of OMG, we're gonna go to our OMG moment right now uh, with our good friend BCP correspondent and someone from Mania Club, uh, Miss Kelly Hopkins, with our OMG moment.
4: Hi everyone! Here to tell you just a little bit about Mania Club. This gives you great opportunities through auctions as well as fun donation trains to donate to Connor's Cure through their V Foundation link. To find out more, go to either Mania Club through Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Now, I'm here to announce the OMG moment of professional wrestling for 2022, and that is going to go to Cody Rhodes returning to WWE at WrestleMania.
1: All right. Thank you, Kelly, so much for submitting that video and telling us a little bit more about Mania Club. Uh, Of course, the OMG moment, you got to give it to Cody Rhodes.
2: Unbelievable. Just I got I get goosebumps every time I think about that moment and it's one of those things where like you kind of knew it was gonna be Cody but when his theme song hit and the crowd was going crazy and he's his entrance and he's coming up and he's got the light on him and he's oh man it was just it was just so
1: perfect when you hear that pfft. Oh, before, it's so cool! Like this is actually going to happen. Oh man! The amount of plays that um uh, the the name of the band escapes me. Uh, that did his theme song, Downstreet.
2: Yeah, Downstreet, That uh did the Misses, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah um, they've done so much stuff uh, since. Shout them out! But the fact that that song that had been on AEW for years skyrocketed. Like the amount of plays. It's the it's the song wild. Was, spoke volumes. So uh, and, and it's hard to top that moment. And then
2: especially. Credit to Seth Rollins, too, for making Cody's comeback even more than... He was the right opponent to give Cody, and they they made each other look great. And the promo the night after with Cody was just... Just, It's the icing on the cake. Uh, It it just... How can you not want him to win after the comeback? And then... I never thought I'd see Cody in WWE ever again, did you? No. Like, I never thought that this would happen. He
1: started. He was a. It's ridiculous. In AEW, but. That's kind of the fun of it. Yeah. It's really cool. And I remember watching that over and over again. Yeah. Uh, his promo was great. And there were so many great moments. I want to take away from that. Uh, we mentioned the the tractor with Brock. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of stuff Sting was doing. Oh, uh, God.
2: it was. It's 2022. Can we
1: just say he gets the You Still Got It or
2: He he to has Sting? to. Uh, no one else gets it. because uh, <laughs> Cool it, dad, Sting. Just seeing Sting wrestle in 2022 being a little kid if you would have told me that i would have never believed you it's it's ridiculous at 60 what 62 63 that you know he still he he really does still got it it's yeah. it's amazing to watch
1: yeah, ab- absolutely, man. We have some more awards coming up. Uh, real quick, again, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thank uh, you so much. Together. a nice show for you. We got some more musical performances coming. Uh, we got some more guests coming on. Uh, some special guests. I'm excited for a special interview uh, we got coming up next. Uh, but I do want to talk about um, well, real quick. You know, before we talk about the charity and all that stuff again, let's throw out some thank yous again. I, I try not to just do this thing where we thank everybody, but just off the top of my head, um, just got to thank Parker Kane Promotions for always um, some
2: good dudes over. there. There.
1: Working, working with us hand-in-hand, hand, uh, letting us interview their talent. So always appreciative. Always extra mile for us, uh, getting the swag. We appreciate you guys. Oh,
2: always that. about the swag.
1: That's <laughs> it. Uh, Funk and Sign Wrestling Superstore for sponsoring the show for the whole year. Yes. Our favorite store. Love you guys. Guys, check them out. English Town Flea Market yeah. online. And they
2: allowed us to do their commercial for them, which yes. is one of the- The highlights. Honestly, of one of the biggest honors for- uh, I, I tell Dan all the time, I was like- it really was, it sounds cheesy, but it really was an honor to like, because that commercial represents them. Like when they put that out there, like yeah. this is what they show people to come to the store. It's just, it, it's, and being a customer there theirs for over 10 years, it's just so cool that uh, I was allowed to be a part of that. Like it's it's such an honor.
1: It, it was great. Shout out to Jeff Cannonball who knocked it out. Of the oh, door.
2: and he knocked through the door too.
1: As well, um, <laughs> got to th- shout out all the great promotions that let us uh, work with them. Or yes, thank you so much. Um, the list goes on and on. Uh, our fam, you got to shout out Val Kim. Uh, Melissa, Azalea. Yes, all the please. Good, our fam, Shane Fair. We love that guy. Uh, GoPro, uh, who have always just taken me under their wing and helped me learn about production.
2: Again, such uh, nice people. Yeah,
1: great. Uh, check them out in the Acclaim's latest music video. I saw Macho Frank uh, in the video there, so we <laughs> popping for that. Just thank yeah. you, everybody. Uh, Chad Minez, Chad Clark, Baltimore Celeb Fest. Yes. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Thank you guys so much. I'll try not to rattle off any more names, um, but we do got to give out an award. Let's talk about our... Series of the year. This would be your TV or streaming series of the year, guys. It's no surprise here. It's got to be Stranger Things season four noons, right? it's amazing. We literally stayed up binging this thing. It's some of
2: the most invested that I've ever been in a show in my whole life. Like that episode with Max running towards. Spoiler alert! If yeah, you yeah, have spoil, more oh you yeah, sorry. Spoil. This no, is I the spoiler you, section, right, yeah. You. Um, with Kate Bush playing. Which, by the way, I'm gonna admit. I had never heard that song before this series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's from the 80s. People are very surprised by that. But I've never heard that song. I was literally yelling at the TV. It's so I remember th- those that season was so compelling. And we say it every year, especially you've said it before. It's like that first season was perfect. And then you get a second season, and you're like, oh, I don't want them to mess it up. They kill it. And then the third season, when it's in the mall, it's like, oh, they're, are they going to get too cute? Are they going to get too? Are they going to do too much? They killed it. And then this season, especially, like, uh, I think they said next season is the last season. Stranger Things
1: five. I, I believe so. I don't know how they're going to do it. Is it a time jump? It's-, it's
2: it's it's some of the most compelling TV I've ever watched. I mean, I'm pretty biased because I love the '80s, but it's also too the way the characters are written, and they got the kids casted at the right time. So we're kind of growing with them. Uh, it, it's 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 an amazing TV show. I, I can't say enough good things about it. All the characters are well-written, and they did so much in such little time. Like how how The, the last episode was, what, like two and a half hours, right? Yeah. It it, like we literally movie. stayed up and binge-watched it. It was
1: worth it, man. I didn't want anything to get spoiled.
2: No, 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 I didn't at all. And I'm very surprised that we did not get spoiled.
1: It's one of those shows, real quick, too, that, the, once the first season came out, I'm like, I'm not watching. They shouldn't do anymore because it was so perfect. Second season was great. Third season was great. Fourth season was stellar. They keep proving me wrong. I can't complain. Yeah. Let's see if they uh, tie a little bow on this thing. It should be great.
2: And they keep introducing new characters, which is insane. And, and they works. make it work. Yeah. Vecna was amazing. It was such an amazing villain. Like I, I can't. Again, I can't say enough good things.
1: Speaking of which, the amazing villain. Well, guess what. Your villain of the year. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. No spoiler alert. It's going to be Vecna from Stranger yeah. Things. And uh, I'm ashamed to say that I did not put all the pieces together soon enough to see the curve. The way that that scene, ha- again, spoiler alert, guys, uh, if you haven't seen season four, the way that curve came into play and the way they slow played it and brought it back to everything in the one. I think it was a fourth or fifth episode. Ooh. was masterful. And I should have seen it coming.
2: And uh, I think it's called Dear Billy, the episode. It's, it's some it's some powerful stuff, man. Like, uh, Sadie Sink as Max, just incredible. They introduced her in the second season, and I, I, I didn't think, with the exception of the original four kids, uh, I didn't think I would like anyone as much as the, the core of characters, but... Every year, they always get you with something. Whether it's Steve Harrington with the face turn, whether it's you know Sadie and and, and Matt and uh, uh, I mean, well, Sadie, Max and Eleven getting along at the mall and having a uh, fashion montage. It's just they get you every year with something new.
1: That, that's it, man. And, and guys, again, uh, got to shout out the charity real quick. Guys, if you're thinking about it, hit that link, Mania Club. Uh, please donate. This is what it's all about. Hey everybody!
7: I'm Preach. Uh, my friends at the Bob Culture Podcast are doing something really cool. Uh, BCP400 uh, is working with Mania Club, who works with Connor's Cure and Jimmyv.org, and they are raising funds to help fight pediatric cancer. Now you're about to see a video for my song Greyhound. I wrote this about a year ago, and it's about feeling lost, uh, which I feel like we all do. Um, so the link for the donations will be on the bottom. Please click that link and donate whatever you can, and let's help fight pediatric cancer. Thanks, guys.
1: here on BCP 400 for Mania Club. See the logo up there, guys. Gotta say it again. Please donate. Uh, shout out to Preach for putting together a little music for us. Uh, you guys all know Preach, training at the ROH Dojo. Uh, a legend, really, here on the scene and a heck of a musician. Uh, I still have yet to see him at a venue play live, but I've seen so many great videos and heard so many great things I had to ask him to play. Uh, so thank you, Preach, uh, of course, for performing. For BCP 400, uh, real quick, guys, I'm just jumping on. Um, You know, a lot of stuff obviously was pre-recorded from before uh, throughout the week. I just wanted to jump on real quick and just thank everyone uh, for donating so far. Uh, We have a ton more awards for everybody. Uh, We have a lot of cool stuff coming up. But real quick, um, let's talk about some, you know, indie music. And we got to give our indie band of the year real quick. We're just going to knock these out real quick. Got to give it to our friends over at Backyard Superheroes who have done an amazing job on the local scene Over the years, but especially coming out of the pandemic, really just firing up, playing these big stages, opening for some of these big acts, um, and have always been very helpful to the show. They were a big part of BCP 300 last year. Uh, So big shout out, uh, Backyard Superheroes, you are our 2022 Indie Band of the Year. Um, Real quick, we also got to talk about some of our breakout, up-and-coming indie stars, of 2022. This was a tough one. This is really tough. We always keep our eye on the up and coming talent. Um and for the males, we're going to go with the son of the sun, Leo Sparrow and that's right. We're going to have two. I try not to do this so much, but they are in a tag team, and they both very well deserve it. It's got to be GKM. Gill. congratulations. These guys have been traveling the country literally up and down. Uh, we see them constantly on AEW television. We see them constantly on WWE television, uh, whether they're being beat up by almost, whether they're security, whether they're in the ring with the likes of Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. Uh, so proud of these guys, not only what they do here on The Independence, but their hustle, their heart. They're hard work, and they're just really good guys, and they're very deserving of the sword. So the indie male uh, of 2022 is going to be two people. Uh, it's going to be Birds of the Sun, Leo Sparrow, and Gcam. Very, very well-deserved guys. And as for our female indie up-and-comer, it's going to go to Warriors of Wrestling's own Jade, who has had a stellar stellar run in Warriors of Wrestling. We've seen her at Goddesses of War as well taking on some of the TV names, but also being a very long-reigning Warriors of Wrestling uh, women's world champion. I don't know if she is the long she might be, uh, but also the ultimate survivor winner um, being able to challenge for the Heavyweight Championship over at Warriors. So Jade, uh, up-and-comer, very well-deserved. Uh, we have seen also see her on WWE Television, on Raw as well. Um, so we're giving that to her. I'd like to see Jade uh, wrestle a little bit more outside of Warriors as a wrestler on the come-up. But uh, Jade, congratulations for our Indie Up-and-comer of the Year. Real quick, I just want to rattle off. We do something every year, our BCP Hall of Famer. Um, we have our BCP Hall of Fame already, um, and last year we give it to Chad Menez, who is just, this show doesn't happen without him, has given us so much opportunities, but I, I really had to think long and hard about who this award went to for BCP 400, and I just it has to be someone who is somewhat synonymous with the show, someone who's always uh, been there for the show, and, and me personally uh, definitely helped out a lot as well. And, um, you know, I'm thinking of all these bands that we worked with and wrestlers we worked with and people that have worked with us. And I got to give it to one of the hottest free agents in throughout 2022. Uh, he was signed with MLW. Uh, now he is one of the hottest free agents collecting gold all over the independents. One of the biggest names on the independents. He's had tryouts with some of the biggest companies in the world. There's no doubt in my mind he will be on your TV screens very, very soon. And that's our good friend, Mr. Casey Navarro, as the BCP Hall of Famer for 2022. Casey, you deserve it. Uh, I know you're still very young in your career, and Hall of Fame sounds kind of silly, but you have always given us time. You've been on the show three or four times. You've always made time for us, whether you were on the biggest platforms, uh, whether you were just passing through and you had to be somewhere. You always took the time for us. Uh, When I was going through a hard time, you checked in on me. I told you what was going on. Uh, you were very kind um, we even had a nice chat we did a nice interview as well uh, you brought Tasha Steels along uh, Tasha has also been great to us too so just Casey Navarro our BCP uh, Hall of Famer very well deserved and thank you for everything man and guys without further ado let's go to some other awards with some special guests let's check it out right now on BCP 400 donate guys see the link you know what to do is it on?
4: yeah yeah we're rolling are you sure? <laughs> that Rob is trying to do this show without me. Not even an invitation. Do you know who I am? I am the one, the only, the goodish sister, a pillar of the Bob Culture Podcast. You know, Mike thinks he's so perfect, but I'm a pillar and he's not. And we are here for a special edition of the Kimmy Takeover Podcast because guys, we are celebrating the Bob Culture Year End Awards and Rob's 400th episode. Now, Rob, I am just gonna say, I'm going to be nice this year, it's the holidays, we're in the giving spirit, thank you for allowing me to come on your podcast, thank you for allowing me to interrupt you, I genuinely appreciate it, but enough about me, because that's not what we're talking about, because we are presenting the Female Superstar of the Year, and this year there has been so many amazing women's matches, so many amazing women's wrestlers, but... There could only be one who could win the Female Superstar of the Year. And although my bestest pal, Dr. Bert Baker, DMD, is not winning this award, I am proud to announce that the Bob Culture Year End Awards proudly presents Bianca Belair with the Female Superstar of the Year. Bianca has held that Raw Women's Championship for so long. She has also Put on stellar matches the entire year as you see the fans in the arena are cheering so from the bob culture podcast to you congratulations bianca to everybody watching happy holidays happy new year and more importantly get ready for more kimmy takeovers in 2023
5: Hey everyone, Mr. Perfect, Mike Mueller here to present the best tag team of 2022 for the Bob Culture Podcast. There's a lot of tough competition this year, but there can only be one winner, and I can't think of anybody better than myself to present such a prestigious award. So here we go, the official best tag team of 2022 for the BCP. Wonder who it can be. I'm nervous, are you? Seven-star FTR, and I can't think of a better representative for 2022. These guys had amazing feuds with the Lucha Brothers, the Jacksons, and of course, the Briscoes. Not to mention their unbelievable match that they had against each other. These guys do nothing but put out five-star, six-star, seven-star matches, and it's an honor to have them as the 2022 Tag Team of the Year.
6: Hey everybody, happy holidays. It's your old pal, the general manager and zebra king, S.P. Anderson, and I'm here to announce the 2022 Indie Tag Team of the Year. Before we get to that, of course, I want to give a shout-out to the BCP400 for Mania Club and the fight against pediatric cancer. Pretty sure that's a fight we can all join in against. But to the main event, the Indie Tag Team of the Year for 2022 is... Open the old piece of paper here. All right, my guys, waves and curls. Congratulations, guys. The 2022 Indie Tag Team of the Year. Happy New Year, everybody.
1: Wrestling fans, I'm Alphon
3: Stevens, the voice of many independent wrestling promotions in the state of New Jersey. And I'm here on behalf of the Bob Culture Podcast. And we want to shout out the cause BCP400 for the fight against pediatric cancer. And I'm here to present the... Uh,
2: Male Wrestler of the Year Award for the Bob Culture Podcast, and that award will go to, according to my notes, uh, Mr. Darius Carter, the All-Father himself, and uh, I hope everybody's had a great 2022. Can't wait to see everybody for 2023. Once again, your Male Wrestler of the Year the Bob Culture Podcast is the All-Father Darius Carter.
1: And fam, I'd be remiss Uh, If I didn't mention our indie feud of 2022, and that's going to go to, and we did an online poll here, and there were some great, great feuds. Um, We saw Vargas, the rise of Vargas right now. We saw the rise of Genocide over in Mission Pro climbing that ladder, having great matches with the likes of Holiday to become the Mission Pro champion. Um, So many things. Steve uh, and Alex Ryman have had a great feud, a feud, excuse me culminated last night uh, in a stellar three stages of hell match. Um, Just the storytelling uh, from Steve and Alex, um, particularly Alex taking the time um, with his backstage interviews and and coming on the show, really just going the extra mile. Um, I was again, you know, in, in the, Idea of fairness, I was somewhat involved. So again, we went to an online poll for this one as well. Uh, We got to talk about Lala versus Isaiah Wolf, which transcended uh, one company and went throughout many companies and they would pop up everywhere. Uh, Seemingly prolific and Lala are on the same page right now. So I'm interested to see uh, where that plays out. Um, Should be very interesting. But so many great feuds, the rise and fall of TakeOver. We could talk about that as well. So many great feuds. Um, I am appreciative of the long-term storytelling Got to shout out Big Dust, Mary Beth, Tommy Vex, The Love Triangle. Guys, if you haven't seen that, I'll have to share the YouTube link uh, on my page. Maybe if I have time, I'll throw it in the comments here. But great Love Triangle arc. Uh, I love the goons. I love the stuff Dust does. Uh, Tommy Vex, all of them. Just a a ton of comedy, but a ton of um, against the grain kind of stuff. Different. Storytelling stuff, uh, which culminated in a wedding, uh, which which is amazing. I had to talk about uh, to Dust about that, and he was just happy about how everything came out. So, so many stories uh, we could go on and on. Carter Ocasio, uh, or over Warriors. There's so many things. Uh, like I say, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting everyone or anyone or leaving anyone out. There's so much wrestling guys we're trying to shine a spotlight on everyone as best we can. That being said, we felt it was fair to go uh with an online poll in this one and we are going to go with the people have spoken and the winner goes to it's going to be Lala versus Isaiah Wolf as the indie feud of 2022. Congratulations, very well deserved. Lala, on a personal note, you almost made me cry yesterday when you won the title. At Pro Wrestling Magic, congrats. Happy birthday, Lala. Very well-deserved. And uh, guys, just very happy for you. Thank you for, to everyone who voted. And we'll get again. We'll get the graphics up later. We'll put. We'll post the graphics. You know, get a nice little graphic. It was a busy week. A lot of wrestling this week. All right. But that being said, congratulations to everyone. I also did want to shout out um, the wrestling community coming together real quick for something we did uh, for our pal Justin Carino's uh, kid Justin, who's battling leukemia right now. We'll share the GoFundMe uh, in the comments as well. Again, this uh, what we're doing for Mania Club here is also fighting against pediatric cancer. But we did some auctions. We sold some stuff thanks to our friend uh, Emil Menard, who donated so many great items that we were able to ship out uh, and raise a lot of money for the GoFundMe fund for the Carino family. Um, so I wanted to do something fun for that to kind of um, bring the wrestling community together because it's always so divisive, uh, you know, with the promotions or promoters or lines in the sand or whatever it is. And at the end of the day, like, we all show up, we do our job, we're independent contractors, and it's a community. And uh, when one of our own um, is in need or is going through something, uh, I know when I was going through something, a lot of the wrestlers were there for me. Um, so I felt it was important to kind of do a little something. So thank you to all the wrestlers who took time for our little projects here. I'm calling it the Championship Challenge. Uh, hashtag Justin Strong. Uh, check it out right now. Thank you, everyone, for being part of BCP 400, some of our favorite people uh, from the indie wrestling scene uh, and parts of the show as well. Thank you guys so much again uh, for taking time for BCP 400 for the cause. We appreciate you all real quick. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, we got to shout out our indie female performer of the year as well. You know, um, to avoid any sort of bias, uh, especially. um you know, coming coming from our camp for sure. Uh, we try to call it down the middle. We keep, try to keep it impartial, as our as, as our commentators often try to do, uh, as our as journalists often try to do. Uh, that being said, uh, I, I have to say this: um, we went to an online poll. We felt that was the fairest way to to go about this. Um, and over, I think it was about six hundred votes in a matter of a couple of days, which is great to see. Um, People getting over 100 votes. It was really, really cool to see. So thank you guys for weighing in. Um, But the indie female of 2022 goes... To Miss Erica Lee, the Super Eight winner, uh, a former heavyweight champion in Pro Wrestling Magic, a heavyweight champion over in ECWA now, I believe uh, she was also in our Feud of the Year uh, last last year with the Goons. So Erica Lee, we've seen her on AEW Dark several times. Um, always just very uh, amazing in the ring, but always very comical as well. Uh, one of our favorite interviews was with Erica, so check that out in the archives. Uh, Erica, our indie female of twenty twenty two. Very well deserved. We'll get the graphics up later. I had a busy week, all right? And guys, that's pretty much our show. Thank you for tuning in. I know it's a football Sunday. Let's go Giants. Um, But thank you guys so much for making the time today. It's been a very busy weekend. You can see the circles under my eyes and my hair uh, getting grayer by the moment. But I appreciate y'all making the time. Uh, Please keep donating throughout the week to Mania Club. Uh, Just put BCP400 next to your name. And again... Dollar two dollars if you got a buck to spare, uh, it all adds up. Um, not to be cliche, but every little bit really does help uh, in the fight against pediatric cancer. Uh, thank you, Mania Club, for letting me work with you. They do great things. If you haven't already followed the Mania Club page over on Facebook, uh, they're doing great things. But there's a lot of opportunities to get signed merch from WWE superstars, uh, meet and greet special. Uh, access special uh, Christmas cards birthday cards from WWE Superstars with all the fundage going directly to Mania Club uh, and that's through JimmyV.org so no money goes through us again guys donate directly to the link in the description and the comments um, please continue to donate throughout the week Thank you guys for all the support of the show uh, It's a little passionate project of ours uh, Where we get to talk to our heroes And, and put a spotlight on a lot of the up and coming talent And talk pop culture And sh- I'm trying not to do the big thank you thing But seriously thank you to everybody um, That that has uh, watched or supported Or given me or the boys uh, or the team opportunity um, got a shout out um, Kimmy Who has just come so so far Uh, in her journey, and is going to surpass all of us and completely just ignore us when we call. Um, But Kimmy's going to go very, very far. Um, Later in chief, uh, hashtag data instincts, Bill, we love you. Thank you so much for taking us all under your wing and giving us the Pop Break platform and teaching us how to be good um, integritous journalists. I may have made up a word there. I'm still working on the journalism thing. Bill, thank you for everything. Uh, The big cat, Matt Wittis um, our, our guy right there who is just a fantastic writer and very, very smart about the business. Vac Attack, who came up with the phrase Bob Culture, um, and we have a new little vac in the world. Uh, so congrats, Mike and Megan, for that. We're very happy for you. Uh, the Nooner, you saw the little love fest earlier. Uh, I would, I, I hate doing interviews without him. He is the heart and soul of the BCP. He's so charming and good with everybody. Um, Amanda, Mike, uh, everyone that's part of the team you guys add so much to our panels uh, we call Mike the mis- Mr. Perfect um, and Amanda we appreciate your focus on women's wrestling and all you do with Mission Pro as well um, and just everyone who's um, you know everyone you know I hate to be like cliche and this whole end end of the year thing but uh, I hope we had some fun we raised some money thank you to everyone um, all of the chads all of the promoters um, Steve off over at Pro Wrestling Magic Um, The wrestlers always take time for me backstage um, and make it easy to wrangle you. That's half the battle right there, who have made time for the podcast and just uh, the positive vibes. And I guess um, on this note, I know it's like New Year's, everyone's making their resolutions and stuff, and I'll just take a page out of the Goodest Brother brother Nunez's book. It's, uh, you know, make every day a special day. Make those resolutions every day. You know, Um, love your mom every day, not just on Mother's Day. And, um, you know, do good. If you have a platform, uh, use it.